What brings us together as humans? It's feelings, isn't it? We all feel, respond and react emotionally to life's ups and downs. We deal with relationships and events all the time. Some we can cope with, some we can comprehend and find reasons for, and others can be really confusing and disturbing. These are some of the queries that challenge people in their everyday lives. In this series, I have attempted to address a few common issues that you may be dealing with or you may know someone else who needs help with these questions. I'd like to remind you that there are no good or bad questions and no stupid people for asking them. There is no stigma attached to anyone who may be troubled because of these issues. This series is to help you or someone you know to get an inspiration and an alternate view of some of the topics we are going to be talking about. These common issues, you may find that you relate to them too. So listen on. Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. This podcast is brought to you by Ajna Center for Learning. To know more about Ajna and connecting with the host, check out the links given in show notes. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Let's talk about regret. Regret is expensive. Natasha works in an advertising agency, uh, a part-time model, and um, she talks about her multiple stress issues. She is an aspiring Miss World, she says. with many factors that make her restless. So I ask her, if all this was not there, all these issues were not there, what would they be in your life? What would you be? Promptly, she says, I would have definitely won the beauty pageant. So she looks back on this opportunity to be winning the pageant and regretfully lives out the days that could have been. So whether it is a failed relationship or a missed opportunity, many of us are unable to live full lives because of a regret we are holding on to. Let's see Sandy's situation also. She chose to come in for therapy because uh, she has walked out of a long-term marriage. Her reasoning is that uh, she married too young and stayed too long in that marriage. And it was a defunct relationship. And she vowed never to make the same mistake in choosing her new partner. 
She met several men briefly because there was always something that didn't sit well with her. Either they didn't seem trustworthy or uh, tried too hard to flatter her or were too shy. She just didn't like the look in their eyes or something. She said she wanted the right relationship. But it seemed that actually she wanted to protect herself for fear of repeating the hurt and disappointment that she had felt earlier. Interesting. Why and how we do the things we do? Even though it's necessary to protect ourselves, the danger is of falling into another set of traps. The trap of what if. If you avoid doing anything that at some future time you might regret, then you'll also miss good opportunities and better relationships and, of course, life itself. And that is a powerful source of regret. As they say, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You have got to allow yourself to get it wrong. And that's a great learning experience because you will then know what's best for you and what's not. You have to open yourself to the possibilities of making mistakes and regretting them. Because that's how you'll make fewer mistakes. Here I want to talk about another aspect of regret. The darker side. When we wallow in regret, we don't allow ourselves to look at and accept a deeper pain. The pain of remorse. So, you don't allow yourself the insight of looking at yourself when you can see yourself critically and seeing that what you may have done to another when you can genuinely look at yourself and accept the responsibility of your actions, you can begin to choose to do something differently. It's a real breakthrough and something authentic starts to happen. So what does it take for this shift to happen? I think it starts with being less rigid to a more flexible mindset. From, I absolutely should have done this or I definitely shouldn't have ever done that. To, um, I wonder why I didn't do this. What was going on that prevented me from going there or doing that, etc. That's what we need to say. Just by asking a different question, the story changes. Rigidity of thought makes you develop a tendency constantly towards a pathway that would have or could have been better. And this turns into toxic regret over a period of time. And there's an interesting irony here. The irony is that we can only regret things we have control over. If we had no choice, no agency, if we were just tossed about by fate, there would be nothing to regret. 
And so, regret ends up being the emotional price we pay for free will. I'm going to say this again. Regret ends up being the emotional price we pay for free will. It doesn't have to be this way. And we can just as well make a mental shift and save regret into the life experiences file. I know it's easier said than done. But as I've said so far, before any of these things to happen, we need to accept that there is no random occurrence in our life. Every pain, every joy has a purpose and urges us to learn from experiencing the flow of whatever is on our plate. So, what can we do? How can we overcome the pain of regret? How do we learn from our mistakes? First, by accepting that it's not all negative. Regret can be a positive force towards corrective action. Accept yourself and recognize that you are always learning, changing, growing. Our past does not determine our future. Another very important realization is that in the past, you probably didn't have the knowledge, experience or foresight to predict the outcome of your actions. You made your choices then based on the tools you had at that time. But now is a different story, a new story and therefore a better choice. So forgive yourself. You know that idiot who did whatever they did and focus on the road ahead. Another practice that I do for myself is called reframing. It's a strategy that can help you change your mindset and shift how you think about a situation. It works like this. And since this is an imaginary exercise, you can close your eyes now if you like. Now with your eyes closed, imagine the situation or person, whatever is involved, and see it in vivid details, where you are or could be, who is with you, what you're doing, what you're wearing. Put as many details as possible into this picture. Most important is to include the feelings of regret or unhappiness or remorse that you may have felt. Take your time to feel all these or any of these emotions. Do it in detail. Now, as you see this picture in your mind's eye, put a simple, ordinary frame around it. Look at this frame that may be plain black and a regular boring frame. Now change the frame. Make it elaborate, fancy, colorful, studded with gems, or as lavish as you want it to be. You may now begin to notice that as you concentrate on this new frame, your feelings start to change towards the picture of the past. 
you may experience yourself looking at the regretful picture with lightness, with more detachment. When we reframe past events, we release ourselves from the hold they have on us and we are free to move on. Changing how you think and see things can increase opportunities for growth. So while you may not be able to live life with no regrets, you can change how you think about things and so change your future. As I always say, we all need to remember that awareness is the name of this game of life. Self-awareness is what we owe ourselves. And we can all have it. It's free. So be kind to yourself. It's worth it. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.